Prologue Footsteps Behind her, somewhere close, Cat hears boots pounding on the frozen ground. Sharp, icy pellets of sleet sting her cheeks as she crouches in the brush, heart thundering. They're coming for her. There's nowhere else to hide. No way to protect herself anymore. No way to protect any of them. There's a ravine on the far side of the island. Cat remembers seeing it before. She runs for that, through groves of dying pine trees and over slick island trails, the ground blurring at her feet. Voices behind call to her, order her to stop, but she drives herself further. She has a bottle clutched in one hand, a knife in the other. If she's going to die, it sure as hell won't be on their terms. She thinks of Aaron suddenly, at Adam's funeral, her pale face blank, her hand clutched in Diggs's. Mother and daughter barely spoke that day like it was Kat's fault somehow that the Payson church burned and Adam was weak and then, in the end, faked his own death and vanished without a word to his only daughter. As if Kat could somehow change that reality, for either husband or child. As if she could ever change a damn thing. By the time she reaches the ravine, Kat can't hear anyone on the path behind her. Can't hear anything, really, beyond the pounding in her ears and the racing of her blood. The island is dark, the air cold and wet, but somehow in that mess she finds a path among rocks and the thin layer of slush now coating the ground. Head down, focused on every step, she makes it to the bottom. And there, exactly as she'd feared, she finds them. Curled in close, silent and rotting and ended, they huddle together. Women and children she knew. A man she'd met years before. Cat, come on out. You can't hide from this. The woman calls from somewhere close. It's time to stop running. Cat grinds her teeth and fights back fear and nausea and a marrow-deep weariness she's been denying too long. She lays down among the others, her head down, holding tight to the bottle. And she waits.